Hello, welcome to Hello There, a podcast all about Star Wars animation. And today I am getting into episode one of Rebels. Um, I know this one has a fantastic uh, community around it. It's a beloved series. Um, Plenty of fun, exciting new characters outside of just, you know, the Skywalker fame uh, bloodline, if you will. So um, I'm I'm jacked up. I watched it uh, last night before bed with my sons, and um, I have it on again. Just watched the beginning uh, sequence where we get introduced to Ezra Bridger, and I swear to fucking God, if the Disney Plus uh, descriptions of this kid like refers to him as a teenage orphan <laughs> one more time, I'm gonna lose my shit. We get it. He's a fucking teenage orphan. Welcome to the Star Wars community. Um, so this this beautiful little teenage orphan with his Elizabeth Taylor eyes um, is making his way. I don't I don't know what planet we're on, but uh, all I know is Darth Vader fucking showed up to talk to the Imperial officers to say, if you find any kids that freaking look like they're force sensitive, thinking about being force sensitive, acting like they're force sensitive done get them the fuck out and if you see any older people trying to train these children get them the fuck out also it's very important this is a message from my master don't fuck this up guys okay thanks love you bye um so sweet message from darth vader phoning in the facetime um and then we get this little uh this little you know uh elizabeth taylor's son running around we got this little ezra bridger guy um kind of keeping He's sort of this Overwatch type character, right? He's seen all the little things go on and he sees these, you know, dumbass Imperial officers giving this guy a hard time, trying to take his fruit, you know, pulling the whole, who's going to stop us, you know? And he's like, I, I, I'm not going to stop you, obviously, but I'll find a way to fucking fuck with you a little bit. And I like these scrappy kind of characters. I like these little, like, uh, Ferris Bueller type of guys that, like, uh, have all these like little plans to fuck with you, but not like a huge, giant, big, big plan. So I'm liking this character. Um, you know, he messes with the guys in a nonchalant way. He takes uh, some sort of receiver thing from um, the one dude and we move along, right? He gives the, uh, the, 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 the dude whose fruit got stolen, he gives him his fruit back, but not without charging interest first. He makes sure... Uh, Ezra makes sure he takes uh, some of these fruits for himself and is just kind of like, that's the game, bro. Um, and uh, as he's back on the top of a building, uh, he's looking down and he gets the Peter Tingle, okay? He gets his little spidey senses start spiking up and um, we see uh, this hot Jedi who like, again, can we stop making people so hot in the fucking animated series? of this, like, of all the Star Wars, even the fucking Clone Wars 2D 2003 cartoon uh, movie show, whatever, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi had no right to look that good. And so anyways, now we've got, uh, it's not canon, Kanan, Kanan, I hope I said that right, um, Freddie Prince Jr. in the fucking flash, back into my life, uh, it's been many, many years, um, 
you know, he's married to a Sarah, so it's time for for another Sarah to to come in here and uh, and appreciate this this Canaan performance. I'm super excited. I know he goes blind. I there's I think he falls in love with the green chick at some point. That's all I know, and I don't even know if that's even like all that true. Okay, um, my son watched Rebels years and years ago, kind of on and off. We would just throw it on, um, you know, and I I just I don't remember too much of it. So. I, I have some ideas, I know, based off of the internet, certain things that, you know, we're going to see Darth Maul at some point. Uh, we've got this Thrawn character who's super fucking cool. Um, Sir Matt from Hyperspace Hangout and Bend the Knee. Um, I just did an episode on Curiosity Killed the Cat with him on Suicide Squad. But um, we talked for a good 40 minutes just about Star Wars animation, and he... Um, he uh, put together some standout episodes, the, I think it was called the Mortis arc and stuff. So, um, gave me some, some good Clone Wars uh, episodes, Rebel episodes and, and stuff in between to, uh, some standouts to him. So I'm going to definitely be checking that out. So, um, yeah, anyways, um, uh, hopefully I'll put that, I think, uh, I'll get that on the feed here at some point here soon. Um, so anyways, uh, you know, I kind of have an idea of some of the things to come, but for the most part, this is like, this is sort of like a first, first time going at it, uh, properly taking it all in, paying attention, um, trying to retain the information and explain the information, which sometimes the streams get crossed for me. Uh, so anyways, he's, uh, he sees that there's something up with the force, uh, Ezra feels the, his, uh, Jedi senses, you know, working their way out, you know, and he sees this Jedi um, walking the streets and he feels it too. Like they're both feeling this shared energy presence. They both can feel each other, which is super cool. And they kind of like look a little bit alike. So it's like, you know, in my Game of Thrones mind, I like to believe that everybody's a bastard and everybody's a Targaryen. So I'm like, is that his dad? Maybe. No, probably not. Probably not. I, I, I need to watch some soap operas so I don't soap opera like actual, actual decent shows. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah. And what's super cool, what I really fucking loved about this part was we see Kanan look at the other Jedi guy, like the cool beast looking guy, you know, and they're doing like little hand signals. And then we see fucking badass Sabine in her fucking kick-ass armor. Oh, I'm going to love this character. I just know it. Um... And they're, you know, they're trying to steal uh, a crate, the crates, whatever. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, fucking, wouldn't you know, Mr. Bridger gets in the way of it. And so um, I'm going to, I'm going to stop here. I'm going to keep watching and, uh, and come back. But overall, my, my first little thoughts about the, the very, very, very beginning of this episode, seven-ish minutes into it, um, Right now, him and Kanan are kind of uh, neck and neck on their little pod racers. And he's like, dude, I just want you to know that you're stealing from the guy that steals from the guys. Like, I came, like, we came here to steal that crate. It's on your pod racer. I don't think this is going to work out so good for you, uh, teenage orphan. Okay, just coming in hot before I finish this episode and recording. Um, Ezra Bridger is a badass little bitch like first of all the audacity second of all 
Kanan is so fucking torn between being upset with this kid and being impressed with this kid. And I am here for it. I love this kind of dynamic. I just, I, I, these two, they're going to be something together. Like their chemistry is pretty bitchin' and, um, I just, yeah, this fucking kid. I, you know, I've heard people say that they don't like him or it takes a while for him to grow on you. <laughs> how? Like how? I'm sorry. You're entitled to your opinion, but like, this is just a scruffy little Aladdin kid. Like he just, uh, he's a survivor and I really like it. And I'm really glad that he has a new space family to, um, kind of hone those fierce Bueller vibes that he, uh, he's running around with. You know what I'm saying? So, so good on you, Mr. Bridger. Good on you. You, you beautiful little teenage orphan, you. Um, also, does anybody else think that it's kind of, um, smells like space fish that the, uh, age of this kid is 14 and Revenge of the Sith happened 14 years ago in this timeline? Like, this just happens to be 14 years after Order 6 and this kid just happens to be 14 years old? You guys, you want to... You didn't, you want to, if you know, if you know, don't tell me, don't tell me, but I think that, uh, that is a strange coincidence and, uh, knowing the way these stories work out, coincidences, um, usually allude to something, uh, come around to something. So I'm really excited to see what the fuck this 14 year, between Order 66 and Ezra's age has to do with anything. So, you know, that's all. So by the time um, Kanan and Ezra have caught up to each other on their little pods, um, with uh, Ezra having the crate and Kanan not, um, you know, again, he gets into the whole, like, he, I stole those and then you just stole those from me. And I'm going to need those. And he's just like, looks up and there's a freaking TIE fighter, I think. And it's just like, well, <laughs> sorry, bro. And uh, speeds off as uh, Kanan gets blasted, okay? So um, he takes off and eventually, eventually, this little shithead is going to need some help from the big boys, okay? He's going to need for uh, the whole ghost crew to uh, shoot down the fighter pilot that's trying to get him and um in some sort of beautiful force-esque way he jumps onto the ship with the crate right and then when he realizes what's in it it's guns he's just sort of like what kind of shady freaking people are you okay like you know he's a little scoundrel he's a little uh I think in one description I said I saw uh I, I don't know if it was on Disney or something it said that he was a a con artist which I'm like you know at 14 that's that I guess that's pretty impressive so um it's just it's really fitting right he's got a he's has to uh uh join with these guys he's sort of like a small fish wondering if he's jumped into a sea of even bigger fish and uh you could tell he's a little bit freaked out by it and so at one point he is up in the elevator shaft and like 
falls down. They all like Kanan pulls him out and it's just hilarious. And it takes him a hot minute to realize that he is, yes, indeed, in outer space. And yes, those are Imperial ships, TIE fighters, whatever the fuck. Somebody's shooting at them and it's scary and it's his first time in space and like he's pretty sure he's going to die. So the team, you know, wrangles up their spots. Uh, you know, Hera's shooting in one spot. Uh, Kanan's in the other. Sabine's on the other side. And oh shoot, what's the one guy's name? It starts with a Z. Zig? I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to figure it out again. So anyways, um... You know, they've got all of this going down and um, eventually they land on, uh, what is it, Tar- something, the planet has the name Tarkin in it, which I was like, hmm, that's interesting, but I can't remember exactly what the name of the planet is. But anyways, it's people who need help and um, in some of the crates, it's not just guns that they have in there. I mean, blasters, blasters. Oh my gosh, we don't say guns in Star Wars. Uh, the Blasters. So he realizes that they're giving away fruit and helping the people out. And um, someone says thank you to him. And he's like, I didn't do anything. And it's a very interesting moment. Um, He can see the weight of this. He could see obviously they're fighting for more than just what it is he thought that they were fighting for. And um, it's kind of a big deal. So he ends up back on to the ship. And he feels something call out to him. Now, I I think maybe it might have happened while he was off the ship. There was just something luring him into it. So anyways, eventually he ends up in some kind of a, I don't know, storage space in the ship. And uh, what do you know? Holy smokes, it's a lightsaber. And so he busts that bad boy out and starts going womp womp. And in, within two seconds, Kanan shows up and he's like, give that back to me. I'm going to take that back. Um, and he is kind of like shook a little bit. And he's sort of like, I think he says something like it was calling out to me or it felt like it was calling to me. And so, you know, Kanan knows that like something's up, something's going on with this kid. And um, he gives him the little box thing. I think it's called the Holcron. I probably said that wrong. I'm sorry. Please don't at me. Um this cool box thing that I think the kyber crystal is supposed to be inside of. Um, I don't know. You, If, if he op- figures out how to open it up, he'll be uh, worthy. And from what I remember the other night, we, me and my kids just had the episodes going into the next. Pretty sure I remember seeing him open it up at some point. So excited to see what happens when we get there. Um, but other than that, um, you know, he kind of sees the gravity of um of this this family um people who have been displaced and dismantled um by the war and you know he realizes that you know it's uh even the little man can fight fight the big guys um you know the empire yes is big and scary and Darth Vader's out there but like you know rebellions are built on hope so uh this episode was a great starting off point um in the next episode i'm going to be getting into part two with the with the blonde guy with the chops he kind of looks like this young version of tywin lannister well in the books he was supposed to have these like sideburn like blonde sideburn things anyways this guy looks super interesting 
Um, I think we saw an Inquisitor dude with, like, some, like, cool face, like, a cool face thing going on. Um, and I think if I read correctly, Jason Isaacs is the voice of that guy. So, fuck yes. Um, excited that James Earl Jones is the voice of Darth Vader here still. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting into part two some more um of a uh, spark of rebellion and uh moving forward from there i actually kind of want to go backwards a little bit and um watch some of the shorts that le- that led up into the uh full size shows that came out in um i think october of 2014 so yeah this was the uh spark of rebellion episode i am jacked up for rebels i am jacked up to get into more uh, Clone Wars 2D, that's going to be next, and um, I can't, I cannot explain enough how much I have fallen in love with Star Wars 2D. Um, it's, I've had it on a, quite a few times, going to sleep, just on during the day, just to have it on. Um, and so I know I got into, um, Dooku and Asajj a little bit. I got into Asajj and Anakin's fight and I got into Obi fighting the big droid monster dude. So what I'd like to do in the next episode of Clone Wars 2D, getting into that, um, is highlighting a couple highlights, um, you know, things that stood out, kind of picking three of them and getting into those. Um, like I did with the last episode. So, um, yeah. And I think what's, what stood out a lot was the Mace Windu, uh, fight on, I think it's Dantooine, a D not a T. Um, definitely want to get into more of the Anakin Asajj fight because I don't think I, I properly got into how it kicked off. I was like, just like, pissed myself that the fact that like his whole squad was annihilated um when he showed up at the little spot to fight her um but yeah and then just just a few other things just a few other things in that masterpiece of a goddamn cartoon show movie thing whatever it is um yeah and then getting into a good old-fashioned regular 2000 freaking uh when did it come out 2008 the Filoni Clone Wars we've got more Filoni coming up okay and uh yeah anyways uh and Bad Batch because uh Sir Matt from hyperspace filled me in on a on a good one that uh Kanan was the little boy at the beginning of the Bad Batch first episode when Order 66 happened so (gasps) emotions like fucking Get me invested in every character that comes on screen. Bad, good, Sith, Jedi, creature, Babu, Frick, droid, whatever. I love them all. I'm very excited. And I thank you all again for joining me on this weird little animated journey. Um, There's just so much to come. So thank you so much. And, um, you know, how how am I going to end this one? Oh, if Darth Vader... If Darth Vader shows up in a hologram and he tries to tell you to take out any wannabe Jedis, wannabe Padawans, whatever, you tell him he could take that red lightsaber and shove it up his ass. And you could say, no, I rebel. You've lost. That's just a little Jyn or so for you. So just...